Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, good afternoon and welcome to the COP update for this Wednesday, I want, yeah, Wednesday the 19th of January. Um, You're very, very welcome. If you're watching, please hit the like button, please subscribe, share and of course the biggest thing of of all, comment in the live chat. Um, 40 shows per month for free on YouTube and across all your podcast platforms and of course look the big thing is that you interact with us you give your opinion you tell us if we're right you tell us if you're if we're wrong and by liking subscribing uh, commenting in the live chat commenting afterwards in the youtube comments or indeed leaving us a review on your podcast app it's a big thing for us it's the only help we really ask for so we can do that it's absolutely brilliant adam is straight in he says wonder what fleece gav will have on today and um, back to the old reliable the one that sits around the gaff all day every day um true we're on um jack and jones number adam just so you know um <clears throat> we've quite a bit to get through today um Newcastle seem to be linked with every player on the planet at the moment, so um, we will go through a bit of that. A little bit of news from Pep Linders. We're in the run-up to the Arsenal game. We have um, loan loan stuff as well, and then you know whatever else comes up in the chat. Whatever else uh, you want that comes up in the chat. Ali A says, Gav, have you heard Stevie G wants Suarez at Villa? Um, I did hear that a couple of days ago, actually, and um, I didn't think anything of it. But it's come back up again now. So, um, yeah, interesting one. Interesting one. Going, going back to what he knows. And if you look, Suarez is still a brilliant player. If you get him on a if you get him on a six month loan or something like that, happy days. He's he's at um isn't he at um he's still at Atletico, but I think he's running on a on a one on a one a one year deal, one year rolling deal, maybe something along that. Um, Garrett says a cup of tea, whisper gold, and a bit of LFC afternoon day trippers. Garrett, whisper gold, right? They're doing a version with a hazelnut version, um, which is absolutely unbelievable. So there you go. Um, there's your random bit for today. Uh, John Caruso says could Musialowski make the bench tomorrow night after his brace against Burnley in the U Cup? I was surprised to see him not involved um, against Shrewsbury in some way, but um, really, really good talent. Really, really good talent. Um, but look, let's let's get into this. And I want to start off with a bit of sad news um, with regards to Liverpool today. And that has been the passing of uh, Peter Robinson. Um, Peter Robinson, excuse me, um, former secretary and chief executive at Liverpool. Um, I was just looking up some of the 
some of the tributes to him and stuff like that and it, and it's a really sad day and um, condolences to him and his family and friends and everyone that knew him at Liverpool but um, the Anfield Rap actually had a really good a good tweet about it he said sad to hear the news of the passing of Peter Robinson he was influential through the managerial reigns of Shankly, Paisley, Fagan, Dagley, Souness, Evans and Julier a period during which Liverpool won 28 major trophies um, you know that's some that's some record uh, thoughts with his family at this time and look our thoughts are with his family at this time a huge figure um of Liverpool football club you know from what they were to what they have become and as I said condolences to his family friends and anyone else associated with Liverpool that know so that's a sad a little bit to start on but um uh, condolences there um moving on Reese Williams looks like he will be recalled from loan from Swansea. Um, now the reason behind this is that it looks like the Nat Phillips stuff is picking up uh, pace. Um, we did report yesterday that it was PSV, I think, where were showing an interest. Um, but apparently, there's a couple of clubs still hanging around, and this will go down to the final day, I think. To be honest with you, very close to the final day. Now that's not a massive show for me because it's the nineteenth of January, which means means we have about twelve days left. But um, Reese Williams looks like he'll be, he'll be recalled. Nat Phillips looks like um, looks like he will leave the club in January. That's the strong strong rumor going around. Apparently, Watford had a loan a loan to buy offer refused. So that that seven million bid that we spoke about last week or the week before, maybe that's. That's more detail on that. It was a loan with an obligation to buy for seven million at the end of the season. That looks like it was torn down. Apparently, Napoli, West Ham, and Burnley are three clubs that have shown interest. And um, didn't West Ham have a bad injury to a, a centre half going back a couple of weeks ago? That might make sense. Burnley love the sort of defender that Phillips is. The Napoli one is is um, is really really uh, interesting. Um, Indy has just said we're in talks for Rafinha. Um, Adam, can you can you let us know more about that? Is that for January? Because last week Leeds Live uh, reported that Rafinha was in talks over a new um, long-term contract at Leeds, despite only being there fifteen months. I think he's there fifteen months. So it's that's a that's a strange one. But there's names coming out all over the place, absolutely all over the place. Um, so look, have a look out for Reese Williams coming back off loan from Swansea. I don't think he's had the best time. Um, I don't think he's had the best time at uh, Swansea. But look, it's experience from two centre backs at West Ham are out. Says Kieran B. Um, let me see. Um, there's nothing else there. Keep going. If you have anything else you want to throw at me, the likes of that Rafinha and talks wherever you wherever you want. Um, absolutely throw it at us, and I'll try to get it in in the next twenty five minutes or so. So that's Reese Williams sorted. That's not Phillips sorted. And as I said, the not Phillips stuff will go right down to, you know, who holds the nerve and gives Liverpool enough. I suppose come the end of January because I think, you know, I think if if you're ranking it one to ten, I think there's a nine out of ten chance that he does leave the club because he does want to play. He does want to play more football. Kieran says, Agbana and Zuma are out of West Ham. Massive loss for them too. That's why West Ham are dipping. Dawson playing centre-half now for them. Well, there you go. That, that might explain. Um, that might explain why... Um, that might explain why he's being linked, uh, or they are being linked with Nat Phillips. Um, Indy Cahill is not getting much love in the chat. He did say, apparently, according to Glenn Parsons, he said last week that this contract is being signed by Mo Salah. He's not the only one. He's not the only one. There's a there's a rumor going around amongst several people that the contract's already signed, but I won't believe it till I see it because 
like you can throw it up in the air and if he ever signs a contract you can say I told you so you know it's um, I get I get a feeling that you'll hear something very concrete on Salah when he gets back from the African Nations whether that's the case what I mean by that is I think you either it's, it's announced or if it's quiet we're in trouble that's that's my opinion but we'll see how it goes um Sass Coppo, he says, back heel assists and bloody head bandages. Um, yeah, and Cruyff Thorns in AC Milan's box, or in our own box against AC Milan, 12 million minimum for Nat Phillips. Um, just moving on, Pep Linders done the press conference ahead of the Arsenal game tomorrow. Um, he gave some updates on some players. So, Ox misses the Arsenal game. Um, Linders says he has spoken to the medical team and spoken to Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain. They don't feel it's too bad. Um, he won't play against Arsenal tomorrow night, which is a loss. It is a loss. Um, but he may be available for the trip to Crystal Palace on Sunday. So that shows that it's not too bad. Having said that, we've heard this before, where it's, no, it's grand, he should be okay, and then you don't see him for three weeks. But taking it on, taking it on you know, its merits, it looks like he, it's just something that he needs a game's rest and he'll be back for Sunday, which is which is, which is is big in the, at this time of the season. And players away at the moment, some injured and stuff like that. So hopefully Ox gets back for Palace. And if you want them for either game for me, it's the Palace one because the league games matter more than even a semi-final of the cup. But that's just mine. If you want to absolutely lash me over for that, go ahead. Um, Thiago, um, Lin- Pep Linder spoke about Thiago. He said, look, he's on the mend. He's doing re- rehabilitation. I think it's a hip problem, wasn't it? Um, he won't be seen against Arsenal or, or Crystal Palace but they're hopeful he will make a return against Cardiff which I think is the 6th of February um, I think it's a 12 o'clock kickoff as well um, so we're hopeful that we might see Thiago back on the 6th of February because of course after this weekend um, I think it's a, it's a two week break isn't it Liverpool have a two week break before that game in the FA Cup against um, Cardiff um, Divock Origi won't be seen him against Arsenal he won't be seen against Crystal Palace and he won't be seen when we come back against Cardiff either Pep Linders just said look he, he commented on Thiago where he was and said look Origi <coughs> excuse me will be a little bit after that so you know this, these are the ones that kind of annoy me the Origi injury seems innocuous what happened to him you know why isn't um, why, is, why isn't he playing and then what you think is just something minor becomes weeks and weeks, you know, that sort of way. So, um, Origi is will be after the Cardiff game. That's the only word he gave. How long after the Cardiff game? I don't know. Shawnee says, Gav Suarez to Villa Ward to mention. Yeah, one of the lads just mentioned at the very start there, Shawnee. Um, he's on a one year deal at Atletico, but if I don't know how watertight that, that deal is, if Villa were to come in and give Atletico a few quid, I'm sure they might be able to get him away. Suarez come back to England. Play with Gerard, play with Coutinho again. It could be absolutely interesting. Gerard going back. I think it's a clever move by Gerard. Um, Coutinho is a clever move if you can get the best out of him. And going back to what he knows, and not it's not not a huge risk Coutinho for me, and it's not it's definitely not a risk in Suarez. Like he'll he'll absolutely do the business for you, no problem. Just keeping him in check um, might be the one issue. But I'd say Suarez would love six months in England um, to round things off. What Gerard has done there is clever because he's not spending masses of money on players and putting his reputation on the line very early, if you know what I mean. Like if he goes out and he signs a, f- a guy for 35, 40 million instead of Coutinho and does the same for a forward, 
and not Suarez. He's spending 80 million quid and you're going, right, the pressure's on you now. And if he doesn't perform, and Villa have been a bit up and down, if you don't perform, the pressure gets piled on him. But it just shows um, it just shows what he's thinking. Get us through to the end of the season, bit of quality. They'll get us goals. Um, they'll make us more of a threat. And at the same time, it gives them thinking time, planning time, and just a bit of time where any sort of pressure that might come on him might ease off a little bit. Even though he's signed Gerrard or Coutinho and Suarez, it's still one where he hasn't broke the bank and he's been back to the absolute hilt and the, the pressure is absolutely multiplied on um, from for the next five months or so. But he, they're, on, they're not... They're not playing the best Villa. The, the results haven't been the best. They're still hovering there um, in a position in the league where you go, they could be dragged into something. Um, but I think that they'll be okay. Um, Kevin Ball says uh, he reckons he'd be better off avoiding Suarez. Um, I disagree. Um, I think you take Suarez, forget what he's done as a player. Like, I'd take him at Liverpool tomorrow. I'd have taken Coutinho back. I, I don't go in for all this. Oh, what did he do to get away from the club? I'd take Raheem Sterling back tomorrow. You know, there's a lot more to them things than than we know. And to be honest, I've always made the argument that um, Sterling probably gets the worst out of them three. But he had an agent that absolutely, like, fucking hell, hung him out to dry. Um, you've got Suarez was doing big write-ups in, in papers. Um that summer wanting to leave and you had Coutinho that of course back problem and Bar- the Barcelona thing but overall as players for the sake of six months yeah and it w- makes sense it absolutely makes sense for Gerard, for, in my opinion it makes huge huge sense um, Red Steve reckons Alonso and Mascherano be in Villa's midfield <laughs> by the end of the window um, Suarez could do a, still do a job for the LFC front line says the Anfield unbearable maybe um, Edmund Power says Origi is just milking his two winners what a waste. It's it's somewhere where you... It's a player where you need him. You need him. And he would have got games. There's no doubt about it. He plays ahead of Minamino. You know what I mean? He definitely plays ahead of Minamino. If he's fit. Um, and especially in the games we had. And he's just not available. So what can you do? But he won't be with us until after Cardiff is the line. So we don't know how long after Cardiff. Um, Want to run through some transfer stuff. Newcastle. Loads around Newcastle. Um, they've been mi- linked with a Dutch left back from Leverkusen called Backer, B A K E R. Only signed last summer, I think, by Leverkusen for about eight million quid. Um, Newcastle are looking to go in and get him after be a year at Leverkusen. That's a left back they're looking at after getting Trippier and Chris Wood so far. So Newcastle are looking there. Um. Let me see. Gillan Balaga has reported that Diego Carlos has a €30 million Euros bid from Newcastle. Um, his club has turned it down because the buyout was €85 million. Euros. Um, Newcastle willing to treble his wages and would probably have to get close to €60 million Euros if they can get that one over the line. Of course, Newcastle were heavy on Sven Botman and that didn't happen either. They're trying not to be taken to the cleaners here, but clubs are will someone will take them to the cleaners a few will take them to the cleaners it's just the way it is um newcastle being linked with lingard of um they've contacted manchester united apparently over the availability of jesse lingard i'm presuming on a permanent basis or like you know everyone thinks jesse lingard is young he's about 29 now at this stage you know so it's um it's one of those where they're being linked with a lot of players but they've 12 days to go they've signed two um 
I think everyone agreed that they probably needed four or five. They may still do it, but at the moment they're being linked with players all over the place, absolutely all over the place. Usman Dembele, um, Xavi has said that he'll either sign a contract or be sold. He's not going to leave him sitting in the stands um, while a contract um, issue rumbles on. Usman Dembele has been linked with various English clubs, including Liverpool, and he's a brilliant, brilliant talent, but what the baggage that comes from is, is mental. And I don't know if Liverpool would, would be willing to go down that route and take that risk unless it's a really cut price deal where they can get really good wages on it and they go, we'll take a chance. If it doesn't work, what are we going to lose? But Usman Dembele looks like he's either going to be signing a, a Barcelona contract or he will be sold um, at ASAP, according to Xavi, as he doesn't want to leave him in the stands um, while it rumbles on. And from what I've heard, his demands are mental. So... Um, <clears throat> Unless Barcelona cough up, he could be he could be leaving the club. It'd be interesting to see where he goes. I I don't know who takes a risk on him, but I'm sure Manchester United are in front of the queue because they're mental as well. So we'll have to wait and see. But it could be a good deal for somebody, um, any anybody really. But you'd have to be looking at assurances for the club, i.e., listen, wages dependent on whatever, even at a young age and you know, his attitude and stuff like that, but I don't know how long he lasts for any big club. I really, really don't. John Carew says he's bad news and um, we need to stay clear. Um, are we still looking at Sicaria? Sicaria says bonkers. His name hasn't popped up in the last few days, um, to be honest with you. It's popped up probably last week where six million Munchen Gladbach were willing to take and Liverpool United, I think it was Liverpool United, um, Juventus and Bayern, I think, were the four. There might have been there might have been someone else as well. Newcastle were probably thrown in there. But, um, yeah, it's one of those where nothing, nothing at the moment is really, really concrete. Nothing is concrete at all in any of these from what I can make out. Um, how do you come up with the conclusion that Sterling was the worst out of himself, Suarez and Coutinho? I never said that, Paul. What I said was he probably gets the most abuse, right? Now, that's probably down to the fact that he's still in England and playing for Manchester City. What I'm saying is, when it comes around to would you have Coutinho back, people will go, well, look what he done to get out of the club. And you'll probably hear a week later, people go, Suarez will still do a job for you. What I'm saying is, the way the three of those left the club was not right, was not pretty. Um, for various reasons across the three of them. Okay, um, what I can, what I, My opinion is that Sterling was steered a very bad way by an agent. Even if he wanted out, the way it was done was wrong. Suarez was the same and Coutinho was the same. Um, Daniel reckons Skirtle will be next to go to Villa um, look it's going to be a, a big re, you know a reunion there uh, if you believe this chat Ali Ace is Gav Rafinha or Neto it's a great great question um, I know Shawnee is a massive fan of um, Pedro Neto and I'm a big fan of Rafinha the only thing is a couple of people think that Rafinha can only kind of play off the right and you know who plays on the right for us so if, you're, if Salah, come, Salah signs a contract and staying where do you put Rafinha? But he could play down the left. Neto looks a bit more play anywhere. Just put him anywhere. He's 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 all action, isn't he? He's had a very bad injury, um, and he was he was really starting to show his potential at, at Wolves before the injury, um. So it's one of those where you'd have to weigh it up. I think they're slightly different players. If it was me, I'd probably pick Neto because he's all action. He reminds me a little bit of Suarez, you know. Bundles through players, kicks balls off them, strong, direct. 
you know, cute and what he does, his finishes and is improving all the time. So I would probably err on the side of Neto just because I feel he's probably a bit more versatile. But that's probably being a bit unfair to Rafinha as well. There's probably more to him than I know, and the chances are there is. Um, because I've seen Rafinha probably play 10, 15 times. Neto probably around the same, but the but the way Neto was going and his improvement and just the style of play, I, I really, really like. Um, and Kunku, for me, is the better option off the left, says Kevin Silver. And of course, that name came out yesterday and there's a whole load, a whole load of teams being linked with him, but um, really highly rated. How long was Neto out? Missing most of the season. Fits their profile, says Red Steve. Um, already got a horrific injury. Um, horrific injury. Um, Garrett says Neto was like Jota on steroids, power and pace. Yeah, he's just, he's really, really good. Um, if when he comes back to play, absolutely check him out if you haven't already. Ali A says Rafinha can play on the left. There you go. If you can play on the left, great. He spends his vast majority of the time on the right for Leeds, but I'm sure he's with a B left foot. I think he can play anywhere. He's he's a really really good player. Um, Neto has suffered a setback in his recovery, so I have to see how how long it is before he comes back. Says Kevin Ball. So, but overall, both fit. I think I'd still go for Neto. He just excites me a lot. A lot. Now, I'm not saying Rafinha doesn't, but just the style of player is just something I, I, yeah, I'm a big fan of. Big, big fan of. Um, apparently, Ralph Ranić has told Manchester United that Shaw, Maguire and wan are not good enough to play for the club and should be removed. Um, sold on, got rid of, whatever it might be. Um, I stand by the theory that if Harry Maguire was a £40 million centre-half instead of an £80 million, he would have been gone already. But it's a lot of saving face going on at Manchester United by, by keeping him there. Um, I think it's a bit harsher than Shaw. I think he's been one of the better players over the last 18 months. And Wan-Bissaka just doesn't suit what Manchester United fans want to see in a right-back. And ha- and the right-back issue has been skewed massively by Trent. Um, and to a, cer- to a certain extent, probably Reese James at Chelsea, the way they get forward, um, how good a footballer they are. Um, their delivery, their finishing when they get a chance, the extras, the extras they have to their game, um, it just doesn't suit them. I think if I think if Wan Bissaka went and played for, it's difficult, but I think if he went and played for the likes of an Arsenal, I think he'd be great. I think he'd be great because um, he's strong defensively. He can be out of position a little bit, but he's strong defensively. Um, but he just doesn't suit. If, if you if you want to be a team or perceived to be a team as Manchester United are, getting forward and overloading and having quality, he just doesn't suit them. So we'll have to wait. Um, we'll have to wait and see um, what goes on with that. Um, I want to finish off with Harvey Elliott. So Harvey Elliott returned to training, team training yesterday. Um, we don't know how long it's going to be before he comes back and plays football. Um, I'm probably being way too optimistic here going, oh, look at that Cardiff game in the FA Cup. Could we get him out? Could we get him 20 minutes? But he's worked very, very hard since he got injured in, was it October? Against Leeds. Um, and he was flying at the time. He was fitting in perfectly. You wouldn't even notice he was 17, 18. And, you know... In a side surrounded by all those players, he was fitting in perfectly. He was complimenting Fabinho, he was complimenting Thiago, Salah, Trent, um, whoever he was playing with, had all the confidence in the world to give him the ball and let him do his thing and, you know, um, influence games. And, and I think he was fantastic in that game against Leeds, funny enough, the one he gets injured. But to see him back is brilliant. Um, 
absolutely brilliant. And, you know, he's back in team training. He's in with the lads. He's getting there. You know, it's not like he's back and he's running around on his own and he's doing specialist training. He's back in with the lads. So hopefully, three to four weeks, Barry Devaney reckons four. Roy Mitchell says Shaw's a good player. I agree with you. I think Jose Mourinho tried to ruin his career. Um, but I think he is... Um, I think he's a good player. Four weeks as Barry. Yeah, I, I'd, I'd hopeful on that. Hopeful in that. Um, Shaw had a good six months and everyone re- overreacted and said he was the best left back in the world. Needs to do it for more than that. Kevin Ball. Yeah, there was people that overreacted, but I will say he was he was probably the best player um, last season. I think so. Um, you know, Bruno Fernandes gets a lot of the plaudits, but that's a bit skewed in my opinion I thought Shaw Shaw's been probably the best player for the last year 18 months probably um, very good left back but what Mourinho done to him was fucking criminal and now you see now you see him and his form over the last while dipped a little bit and he admitted that but um, Ranić um, I just want to scroll back up here because Sean he said something he said Ranić getting stick but his only downfall is that he actually understands football well you see there's going to be harsh truths told there because he is going to come in and he is going to assess. And then he's going to go back to United and say, listen, him, 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 him and him. Not good enough. They need to go. This is who you should bring in. I'll be a you know consultant for two years. I'd say he'll run a mile from that. Um, we were only talking about this last night. Sean, he reckons he could just walk away and say, listen, I don't want that two-year deal. I think he will keep it. But I think he'd be at a massive distance. Um, especially depending on the appointment. If you don't appoint who he thinks should be appointed, he'll lose all interest. Um, Bonkers says, what a goal by Naby yesterday, Gav. Yeah, it was a cracker, wasn't it? Um, dropped the shawl and smashed him with his left foot. And hopefully he comes back in good form and fit. Um, 10 or 15 minutes against Cardiff could be Elliot's comeback, says Megan McCallion. Somebody said in the squad for Norwich on um, February 19th. Um Gav, I think we did a deal in January for the summer like Canate last season. Do you agree? I don't know. I really don't know. But I think most people are in agreement. Even the most staunch um, FSG supporters are staunch supporters of every player in the squad, which you should support all the players in the squad. But I think even the most staunch would turn around and go, look, we need to definitely do a, a couple of deals in the summer. We need to refresh things. We need to replace a few. Um due to form, age, wherever it might be. And it's a big, it's a massive seven, eight months now for FSG. Not only this next 12 days, people will jump around and stamp their feet if we get to the end of this window and nothing's being done. But it's not as easy as just bringing players in. Um, you have to look at maybe letting one or two go. And you won't, it's hard to do that in January, although there is one spot in the squad there that we could fill if we wanted to. So... It's um, six of one, half a dozen euro. But back to Harvey Elliott. Um, I'm delighted to see him back. Um, I hope everything goes right for him now. I think we're back we're back around the lads, I think, is huge for him and us watching. So we're a bit of luck a couple of weeks and we get to see him back playing for Liverpool because I think he could have a big say in the rest of our season, just the type of player he is. And what we've been looking for in some games, that little bit of ingenuity, a little bit of um, spotting a pass, just spotting space and I think he's, for such a young guy he's so good at it and you can see him already being moulded into a player where you look at him and you think do you know what he's a, there's a bit of Bernardo Silva about him or there's a bit of even Iniesta about him I'm not saying he's on them levels before anyone shouts but you know that person that just finds that bit of space allows people to find space for themselves as well has an eye for a pass 
is a bit creative. Um, and it's it's just great to see him back. Such a young player, such a brilliant, brilliant talent. And and you can see how happy he was yesterday. Just training with the lads, shooting, coming off the pitch, absolutely delighted with himself. So um, Ali Ali says, can't wait to see Harvey Elliott play again. Ryan says, it was the same with Ander Herrera. Never got why they got rid of him and Mkhitaryan. Mkhitaryan was a disaster for them. He just was. Ander Herrera was... <laughs> the only fella in midfield to stick his boot in wasn't afraid to stand up for himself um, yeah it's but they've made very very um, they've made very very strange strange decisions Ali says Gav two players you want Liverpool to get um, it's a great question it's definitely a midfielder I think Basuma makes the most sense in midfield but I would Look, Joe Bellingham makes huge sense as well, and Gravenbach or Ajax makes huge sense midfield wise. Up top, it has to be someone that's going to, um, that's going to just, you know, step into Mane's shoes for me. Um, I'm going to presume Salah signing a deal, and you'll still have Firmino, and you'll still have Jota, and you'll still have Mane, but you're bringing someone in that will eventually take over from him. If I'd have one choice. It'd be Leroy Sané off um, Borja Munich. But it won't happen. It has to be a really good forward. It has to be a really, really good forward. Um, but it's hard. They, my, my ideas on this change every day when I think about it and someone else throws a, throws a player at me. Um, 170 watching, 76 likes. So if we get another get another 24 there before we finish up in a minute or two, that'll get us to 100 and we'll all be happy. Um, just on the golf day, um, it's more or less full. Um, thanks to everyone that's contacted me. We're more or less full now. Um, 32 players ready to go. We have chosen our charity, which we're just finalising um, stuff with them. And hopefully that gets to go ahead. And when it does, we release all the info for the people playing on the day. Um, and there's there's a couple of companies that are helping us out by you know, looking after the players on the day and then we're going to be looking for sponsorship for each hole on the golf course, long drives, closest to the pin. We're going to be looking for spot prizes to do a raffle and of course, all the money from the raffle will go to the charity as well. And not only that, in the next six months in the lead up to this golf day, we're going to be pushing this charity very hard. Um, we're going to probably set up some sort of maybe a GoFundMe or something along them lines where people can throw a few quid in. Um, if you because you're not going to make the golf day, you know, you can't sponsor this, or you can't give a spot prize, but I can throw you a tenner, that's absolutely brilliant, so keep an eye out on that as well, um, there's going to be a lot of hard work going into it, but it's a, trust me, it's a really, really, really worthy cause, um, I think that that's about it, let me see if I can see anything here, um, got to give Elliot time, says Bonkers, yes, and I'm sure he will, but the, the fan in us wants, um, the fan in us wants to see Harvey Elliott back on the pitch, and that's cool, um, but at the same time, yeah, you want him back when he's right and you want him back when he can make the um the biggest impact. Cortez Jace is room and Neves for midfield. I like him as a player, but I don't know if it's what we need. Um I want someone I want someone powerful, up and down the pitch power. Power pace direct everything. Um I think Basuma fits that. I think Bellingham fits it. And I think Gravenbatch fits it. That's why they're my tree and my head. Um if you want. Um let me see, let me see. Uh, check out Grace Hill Golf Course up north, Gav. I will. I'll write it down on my list because um, we're always looking for new golf courses to go and play. Um, Dynamo Kev says the longer the United Circus rolls on, the better. Eight, eight like short of 100, which is cool. Um, 
I think that's about it for today. I think that's about it. Um, I'm bunking off my work, begging for nine more likes. Says Red Steve. Red Steve is bunking off work, trying to get likes at two o'clock on a Wednesday. Fair play to him. Fair fucking play to him. But anyway, um, loads of names in there. And look, by the end of this window, if Liverpool do nothing or do one or do two or whatever it might be, we will be absolutely talking about it. And we will do a show at the end of the window as to what we did or didn't do in January, what we will look to do in the summer and the chat will be absolutely hopping at that and loads of names will come in and lads will be on the show and they'll be saying, I want this fella and then someone in the chat will go, well, what about him? And then you go, oh yeah, and we'll be there, we'll be three hours doing the show, but um, I'm sure you'll stick with us. Um, right, that's about it. That's the show for Wednesday. 100 likes, bang, we're done. Nice one, we're in. Um, Red Steve can go back to work now. But um, that has been the Copped Up Day for today, Wednesday. I'll be back at 2pm tomorrow. And I think me and Keith are going to do an Arsenal preview at 10 o'clock tonight. So come and join us. We might find one or two strays to come in and help us out with it. But we will be back at 10 o'clock tonight with the midweek fix, the Arsenal preview of the second leg of the Carabao Cup semi-final. Talk to you in a bit. Over now. Podcast Network.